0: All right, are you guys ready?
1: Mm-hmm. Becca? I'm ready. Scrubbing oh. in with
2: Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello,
1: everybody. We are back. It seems like we were just here because we were, but we felt bad for making a wait last week, so we came with a round two. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Tanya? Great. How are you doing? I'm great. Mark?
0: I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Easton, I'm wonderful. Thank you.
1: Great. I'm so happy everyone's here. Amy's not with us today. She's on the road right now. But if Amy was here, she'd say she was great too. Mm-hmm. Positive thinking. Um, so I, <laughs> I woke just... up in a really good mood today, by the way. What time did you go to sleep last night? Oh,
2: when did I text you? 7:30, 8, maybe 8.
3: Wow. It's
0: later
2: than I thought. But yeah.
0: And then what time did you wake up?
2: 4:45. That's
0: oh, a good night's sleep. Thank you.
2: I felt yeah. so I literally like flew in here this morning. It's just
1: so strange because four forty-five is literally the middle of my night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's like halfway through my
1: REM sleep. I, know,
2: I, know. <laughs> I texted you this morning at like nine something, and I was like, I wonder what when she's gonna get this.
1: No, I well today I woke up early because I went and looked at the house. I went and looked at a house to rent, and so I, she was like ten o'clock. I'm like, Phew, that's an early morning for me, but. <laughs> I suppose I can do it if if it if it's what I need to do. But I um also went over to Matt and Angela's and held their baby, and I I can smell her on me. I'm like, why I have baby fever more than I have like husband fever. Wait. Like I I think I'm more ready for a baby than a husband. I know you've
2: been saying that for a while. I think I've always felt
1: that way because I I think I'm very maternal, and so it's yeah. like very natural for me. Whereas the other part is not, not so natural. Much. Yeah. Um, but Speaking we'll of get of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a little bit panicked going to sleep last night. So we have a therapist that's going to be joining us, um, later on in the show. And I've never talked to, I mean, I guess on the bachelor, you talked to a therapist before and like during the show, but right. But that's aside like from that, sure. I've never like, it's never been with an intention. It was, that was more of how are you mentally? Like what was your, you know, they do delve right, into how your past. How are you coping but, with this? Well, no, this is before you even go on the show. So you haven't even experienced it. Oh. Yeah. So a lot of the girls were like, yeah, we were in there for like hours. And I was just like venting to her. I literally think I was in there for 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> this is- because
0: you're so together and everything's well, fine. Well, because she's,
1: you know, the, the question she was asking, it's like, what, what was your childhood like? I'm like, ideal. What are your, are your parents together? Yeah, they love each other. Right. Um. Like I played sports, my parents were at every game. It's like I don't have anything obvious. Right.
2: Which that is the key word here.
0: But there's something there, we think. We think,
1: well, wait, we think this is
2: this is why. Do you wanna share why we wanted a therapist? I
1: feel like we've talked about Yeah. What.
2: There's something there's something that we aren't sure. There's a wall of some sort. Yeah,
1: there's a wall, but I can't pinpoint what the wall is or why it's there.
2: Why it's there. Or if there
1: is, or if it's a wall or if I'm just like this is my personality. Right.
2: And there might be that's a thing like I've never met anybody like you, but I've also not met everyone in the world or studied <laughs> or oh. studied about it, you oh, know? Yeah, what I mean? It? so therapists know. So therapists might be like you that wall is normal. That's just like your fence, your neighboring fence. I know. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just my neighbor. But what is the
0: the issue is that you don't get excited about dating. The issue is you can't open up to men. Like, what is the actual issue? Let's
1: I feel like down. I'm pretty open. Like, I don't ever feel, I feel like I'm pretty open about kind of, you know, I remember at least with Robert, I was very open. Like, you know, I'm very independent and I like being alone. And- yeah, And your communication is very great. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. if I feel something and it, I feel like, oh, this could be a problem if we don't talk about it. I like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I like having an open conversation. So I think that's always been my problem is that I can't quite pinpoint where the blockage is or what it is. But it might
2: just be I'm, I'd am i be interested to see if she's like, yeah, it's just a personality type. Because yeah. and- like, OK, I'll put it in. So like Mark. You know when you first start when you first start dating somebody and you're in like that honeymoon phase and you want to spend every second together and you're fighting everything in you that like to not. It's
0: a great time.
2: I don't think she's capable of having that. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) I thought you were gonna be like she's never felt that. You said she's not (laughs) (laughs)
2: capable. Okay. But, But I'm serious. Because I think uh-huh. that you like your independence so much. That I don't see you being like so enamored. I think I've gotten
1: so comfortable being single that I think that's kind of in in the sense of that I have no interest in dating. It's like I'm so content like not having to go on dates that that's kind of that part of it. You know, I don't I don't love small. T- I don't love socializing. You know, it's <laughs> not like my top priority. Um, but well, you're I- good at it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I am I can do it, but it's not, like, my comfort zone, I guess. Um, So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't I just, know, I don't know what
0: feeling. we're going to ask this woman because I'm not sure we I know need what the her, problem is.
1: I need her to ask yeah, the Yeah, I think that's, her, oh, okay. that's what she's going to do. Okay. I'm hoping gonna... that's what she does uh-huh. <laughs> for a living.
0: you think you'll cry?
1: Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine if she, like, broke through and I just Like, had with... a moment? Imagine oh, like, my gosh. not TMI, a little bit TMI, but I'm about to start my period, so it could very well happen. <laughs> Like she could totally like just break down some walls.
0: I when hope was the so. last time you cried?
1: Oh, I mean I watched uh that movie Wonder the oh, other yeah, night.
2: Yeah, yeah. I full blown just yeah. sobbed. Yeah, it's a good one. Like my eyes were
1: swollen the next day.
2: When was the last self inflicted mm. cry? What does
1: self inflicted
2: mean? Uh I
1: feel like that was self inflicted. I chose to watch the movie. No, but like
2: not like a movie or a commercial or a song or like something like that.
1: Like just that. emotions? Yeah, emotion. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: Mine was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but you can like make yourself cry.
0: What was yours, Tanya?
2: Um
1: exhaustion. I would assume if it was yesterday. No,
2: I actually didn't no. cry yesterday. That's actually good. I don't know when it when I last time I cried. Oh, I remember the last time I cried. Okay. We don't know. No.
0: know. I'm asking.
2: Uh it was actually on the air.
0: What were we talking about?
2: Uh when someone said that I oh, liked yes. being rejected by men. Oh yes.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. But yeah. that's like yeah, I mean that's that, emotional. That, like that would like uh, ma- affect me. I think me that would make me. I would get upset by that. Yeah, I was gonna say I get very emotional. Like if someone, okay, for instance, I did that compliment train on uh, my Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. I cried. Re- I cried like several times that day, reading. Just like I cry a lot with like kindness and like right. Right. I don't cry a lot from sadness or like being upset. Yeah, but I'm like rarely get, like sad. You
2: get angry.
1: I feel. Angry, but even that doesn't last so long that right. I make myself
2: cry. Like when I told you when I when, the, when I cried, you were like, where is she? And I was like, I love that. That's <laughs> oh, the best I friend see. right
1: oh, there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I get to fit and I'm like ready to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it like, seems like you're in touch with your emotions.
1: I feel like I am. It
0: seems like you're comfortable with who you are. hmm Uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the issue... I <laughs> guess, I, like you say, that's for her to figure out, but I, you seem like you're pretty well put together.
1: Yeah. But it, the thing is with because it seems specifically towards like dating and relationships it could so very easily be like you haven't met the right person mm. you know i mean we tried to diagnose this so often and like <laughs> because and because apparently i am not capable <laughs> of feeling that excitement and rush
2: um i'm like a uh, what's the word um Scorned flower, or whatever, because I feel the same way with Becca. Like, scorned
1: flower, I have no idea
3: what that she is. just like makes things <laughs> yes, up, and then, does. and then,
1: like, before she goes, like, thinks through is that the correct term? She just keeps going, acting like we're not gonna stop her.
2: <laughs> Scorn when, like, uh, like, because I'm like that with you, like, I want to hang out all the time, blah, 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 and then you're like, Meh. oh, I think in my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe she's just not capable. Oh, oh, you blame it
1: on, like,
2: okay, so you're
1: taking your situation, projecting onto me what you would hope the problem is. Right, to make me feel less sad.
0: You do that with boys, too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: totally. Well, I mean,
3: I'm interested to see,
1: but I'm kind of nervous. I've never had someone, like, other than going on the show, I've never had someone really get in there, and I feel like she's going to, I hope she, like, really digs. I do, too. Makes when me she a going? little bit uncomfortable. Uh, one thirty, oh, half, well, half, half an hour, hour yeah. Great. or thirteen thirty. Thirteen
0: thirty. What's happened this week in your love life? Anything?
1: <sighs> Have you um, seen
0: the guy that you went to drinks with again?
1: Nope, haven't talked to him. Mm. Um, I know. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm not a post. I maybe I should reach out to him. Um,
0: but he hasn't reached out to you.
1: No, he. I mean, he was the last one that texted me when I was in Hawaii, but I, I we haven't chatted
2: since then.
0: He left him unread. She
2: left him unread. Is that
0: that go- ghost him?
2: Kinda, but like like a s-
1: innocent ghost. If he
2: really wanted to, he would double text. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, not it's it's not really
1: yeah. affecting my week. <laughs> this,
0: which is why or we're we, having yeah. a therapist yeah, yeah, yeah. on today. Before um, we go any further, okay. We get so many emails reminding us that Becca needs to text from. Tony I know. On. If we do it first, then we can have the rest of the show to I see know. if there's a response from the person, whoever it is.
1: I hate this. Okay,
0: you lost the Grey's Anatomy quiz.
1: This is the I have someone I want to DM her, but she won't let me DM and said text. That, her wasn't have his number. Of that wasn't part of the
2: bet. That wasn't part of the bet. DM was not part of the bet.
1: I feel like DM's more like lighthearted. There's no who, chance.
0: Who is it?
2: Big Sean. <laughs> 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 There's no chance. Zero chance.
0: You won't let her do it.
2: Are you? Have you lost your marbles?
0: Well, I feel like it's less invasive. S- it's a celebrity. He may not even see it. He's probably in a relationship. Which like who cares? Which
2: is so embarrassing. But who cares? But like I'm cool with How him. How do you know what I'm gonna say? I already know it's not gonna <laughs> be good.
1: <laughs> what? I need to look through your phone to see who's in there. Here, let me have it.
0: By the way, uh, we found out last week that Big Sean follows Tanya on Instagram. It's I very know, and she like loves everyone, him, but case we case think he has a that. girlfriend. We think
1: he has a girlfriend. So that's why I was like, just let me DM him. I'll be cool. He
0: has a girlfriend who got his name tattooed on her chest or something like that.
2: Something like that. Speaking of. I have numbers in here that I don't even remember. Like, who's Aaron Tanya, Schmitz? Tanya, uh, how was the Super Bowl for you? <laughs>
0: What? Here, shout out to Aaron Schmidt.
1: Yeah, shout. Okay, I'm, okay should I write Aaron Schmidt and be like, "Who are you? <laughs> Wait, Why are you my phone number?" That's a waste.
0: That's a waste to write. Can I see You're
1: the
2: right. number? No. Um. Okay, let's keep talking.
1: Okay. You
0: scroll through, Tanya. How was your Super Bowl?
2: Uh, it was great. I learned a lot. I feel like each time I watch football, I learn a little something more. And
0: this time, you learned
2: the two-point turnover.
0: Two-point conversion. Two-point
2: <laughs> conversion can happen after they score a goal
0: of touchdown. A
2: touchdown they uh, they get to do the f- they could pick either a field goal or a two point conversion right. i've never heard of a two point
3: conversion oh wow before. that yeah. is
0: relatively new to the nfl within the past 10 15 yeah, years yeah
2: which i also thought that they made up i thought that they just made that up <laughs> i have i think i found who to i want to text yeah.
0: yeah i was like john
1: did you make that up who is it i mean okay what are you going to say well that's for me to decide who right? is it can i say
0: well, you could just describe who this person is in her life if you don't want to give the name.
1: Yeah, he—he okay. he is a—he is a brother of one of Tanya's really good friends. Yeah.
0: Is it your brother? No. Okay. Oh. That oh. would be interesting. No,
1: she'd be happy about that. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. true.
0: Okay. It's her friend's brother.
1: Yeah. Actually, you know what? And Tanya, let's how, make this interesting. How
0: close are you with this friend's brother?
2: She's one of my very close friends.
0: And you were interested in her brother.
2: You know, actually, yeah, I I was at one point. I think now, no, he's so much younger than me. I I almost look at him as like a little brother. However, well, this
3: could get really. (laughs) This is what
0: you do, though. You put people in boxes and categories.
1: Actually, I think I'm going to do my brother. I like this.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Because this could be he'll he'll be funny. I don't want any like I don't want to ruin any relationships. Although I would have been really cool about Big Sean.
2: (laughs) What would you have said? Okay, hi, Christopher. You can call it's- him Christopher. Call him
1: Chris. Oh. Right? I uh,
0: Tanya, this is Becca's text oh, to send. Yeah. Yeah, sorry,
1: sorry. I'm sorry. You sent to Davey, been thinking about <laughs> you. Like, sorry you lost your chance. <laughs> Wait, so you, let's get back to the Super Bowl. What did you think about halftime?
2: I quite enjoyed it. I, um, I thought he did a really good job. I was a little bit bummed he didn't bring anybody out. Uh, and to me, it just kind of felt like a Justin Timberlake show. But I thought it was a good Justin Timberlake show.
0: You didn't love it though. I, I think didn't that love it. You made it. that clear off the air that you didn't love it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I was the same way. It was just kind of like, where's where's the rest of your band?
0: There's usually some big spectacle of some sort. Yeah, but
1: the moment lady-
2: was pretty epic.
0: It was. No? I had chills f- for I that. Just,
1: yeah, I mean it was really cool. But what was? Didn't that happen like a while ago? Oh, his death, you mean? Yeah. yeah. But like... I mean, but we like, <laughs> I feel like everyone... <laughs> it was in
0: Minneapolis, which I is Becca's Prince's like, hometown. We moved past
1: it. Oh! That's why And home. then they okay. lit the town purple. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Was yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was cool. I, I wish he would have been a hologram and not like a flying sheet. I agree.
2: I had the <laughs> same sentiment. Everyone's like, I'm glad it wasn't a hologram. Was My like, girl that Pink been
1: crushed the national anthem uh, with, the, with flu. the flu. She's
2: the greatest. What She's the are your greatest. thoughts on her new single?
1: What's her new one? Wild hearts can't be broken. Mm -hmm. I love that song. Okay, I mean, beautiful trauma. I don't feel like I don't feel like it got enough love.
0: Agreed. I love that song song. between
2: you and Mark and that song. It's like Mark and I are kindred spirits.
1: I think
0: so.
2: I kind of feel the same way, about Mark and I, (laughs) y'all are not. Y'all disagree. Like y'all have different opinions (laughs) on a lot of things, (laughs) but like we're the same. We're both cancers.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Send the text because we have to get to the Gray's Anatomy recap. Hey,
1: Chris. This is Tanya. I have been meaning to text you. Does I really listen? think, yeah, he does. He right. didn't like our he didn't like our conversation about guys being short under six or foot or whatever.
2: Oh, but I, I'm not opposed. Did you like that? I really think
1: we could be great together. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> you don't want to make it too obvious that he'll know it's you.
1: <laughs> no, I. Said, I really think we could be great together, and would love next time you came in town if we could get dinner.
3: Oh.
2: So awkward. I literally haven't been on a date since November. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: What was November?
2: Mr. Whole Foods. Oh God.
1: All right. Sent. See, that was like innocent, but kind of funny. We'll see what he says. Right now we
0: got time. He's probably like,
1: oh my (laughs) God. What do I say? I wouldn't
2: have hated the other one either, but like, it just wouldn't go anywhere.
1: I know, and it's like we couldn't say, you know, it's kind of like, "Eh." yeah.
0: If If Tanya were to date Christopher, that would be okay with you? No weirdness.
1: No weirdness. But. (laughs) And <laughs> just nervous he, he's not quite as distant as me but oh. yeah she might be like
3: oh, oh
0: gosh
1: <laughs> he's that like, he, a tough no, he's like much he like is actively looking for a girlfriend so he's doing he does a lot more than me but we he does def-
0: dial him up when the therapist is on the phone
1: no he's not a, you know he's much better off than I am in that way Yeah, that's just mainly me. But, you know, I'm going to have to tell Tanya, like, don't overdo it, you know.
0: It does seem like a guy version of Becca would be the perfect boyfriend for Tanya. No,
1: (laughs) because it's like, you know. I know. I don't know. It would make her feel insecure very. in her relationship. I think
2: I'd be very insecure. She feels
1: insecure in our friendship yeah. sometimes when I don't answer. Yeah.
2: I'm like, do you still love me? Like, literally. I'm Every. you about- me, though. You're to everybody. I know.
1: That's what I was. It made me feel better to know that that happens to everybody and it's not just me. Because I'm like, wow. She puts a lot of, like, a lot into, like, my reciprocation, which is stressful. <laughs> oh, wait. I want to talk about Grey's Anatomy. Let's do it. Um. I didn't love it. Okay. I love Bailey. Like, she's such a staple in that show, but I didn't need a whole episode about her.
2: I have to agree with you. It felt, I liked it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't, it wasn't I didn't
3: hate it. It, it wasn't, was.
2: like, up to par of the last two no, no, episodes. No. Yeah. It felt very, like, This Is Us to me. Like, flashback. And and even though I like This Is Us now, it just felt like it was, like, they were trying to do something that I wasn't on board with. It definitely didn't feel like it
1: was This Is Us, because This Is Us has just been amazing. <laughs> Wow. But do you know what I mean? Like, I was like,
2: I don't need the flashbacks.
0: Okay. I disagree with both of you. I thought I loved it.
1: Oh. How
0: long have we known Miranda Bailey?
3: Forever.
0: I mean, I've known her longer than I've known either of you.
3: Yeah, true.
0: (laughs) 14 years I've known Miranda Bailey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love the flashbacks. I love that kind of like, you guys probably didn't watch Lost, but like Uh, shows that like kind of build, and This Is Us does this too. It builds a backstory as you're going. I love finding out more about her childhood. I loved seeing young Miranda oh, Bailey I with like her giant Miranda glasses. I love Miranda Bailey,
1: too.
2: I loved her. I thought her. that was
0: great. Also, there's a reward <laughs> for watching a show for 14 years. The reward is that they can do flashbacks within the show. And they don't they can just show you clips of them from 10, 12, 14 years right. ago. Right. There, like there was a saw that was a McDreamy, I love that. a McDreamy There was, a, Dreamy, there was yeah. a George, then there was uh, one with her and Weber uh-huh. where she had the braids yeah. and Weber looks totally different. Yeah. I'm like, that's the beauty and that's the reward of sticking with the show for all those years, is that they've aged as we've aged yeah. and we've been through all this together. I,
1: I think I just wish it it would have been a storyline and not just like the whole sh- the whole yeah. episode. Like I wouldn't mind. Liked-
0: I like them delving sometimes. There's thirty characters on that show. I like to kind of just get into one person for an episode i don't know mm-hmm. i loved it sorry I like
1: i said it wasn't the definitely was not the worst it just what after the past few that like i really i kind of feel cheated that they left us with that april arc and then only totally. showed and then, miranda like... like a whole episode of miranda
0: oh Bailey. i know what i wanted to ask you guys because I, I think that the listeners would find this interesting oh. talking about april and her crisis of faith mm-hmm. from the week before do but... you guys have any stories where you had a crisis of faith that you overcame
2: I feel like this is more of a question for you because for me, I feel like my faith is what saved me and I haven't had that moment.
0: From the breakup. Right. That's when you've really, it's been a bigger part of your life since.
1: Yeah. But I'm I'm like the same. I've never had, knock on wood, like I've never yeah. had something where it was like a huge test. I think the only thing, and it's so minimal compared to what she has dealt with and to compare it to the show, is like, you know, having been on the show and like the the pressure and the negativity like that came with that but I didn't have that much of it so it was like that was very minimal but uh, you know a lot of times if I got stressed or felt anxious like that was kind of what I turned to but I've never had anything like that and I think that was my point last week was that I think a lot of people who are Christian or have a strong faith everything's easy and like it's very easy to say like oh I have my faith or like I I believe everything is going to work out until something terrible happens yeah. or multiple terrible things happen where you kind of go where is God like the God I that struggle I struggle keep-
2: through it I struggle with it when I deal with sick kids
0: mm-hmm.
2: I yeah. really have a tough time you
0: spend a lot of time at Children's Hospital Orange County
2: yes and I have a tough time when I see them getting worse mm-hmm. I really do struggle yeah I don't I, I I really that is one but you have to just know that you know all you can do is just like lean on you just have to just lean on it and just know that something's happening for a greater and that they're going going to a better place
1: yeah I I I would have to agree like I've I've read just reading stories of like people who have gone through that that's the one thing that I'm always like why yeah like this even to anybody to cancer or anything like that to anybody but why like an innocent child I always have struggled with that too but I w- I want to see more of that, and I thought it was such an interesting topic. I think so too. From them, and I hope that I hope that it that there is a positive like a you know into that story. I, line. Think, I but, hope they
2: keep it going. Like I hope that's what I'm that, saying. Yeah. I hope
1: that you watch like the process and the struggle. Um, but yeah, yeah, I thought it was re- it, like really interesting, and I want to see more of that. And also, This Is Us, which you are not caught up, but mm. Jack Pearson might he's. Oh, yeah. In this rivaling with McDreamy right now.
2: Yeah, Becca, that was really like I couldn't believe she said that.
0: That's a day. big one. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just think he is as far as just a husband and a dad and the way he the way he treats his kids and his wife, I just cannot get
2: over it. Yeah, it is pretty special. He, and I don't know. It is special.
1: Yeah. And I'm just devastated. I can't quite get over that one. Although it's weird because it, it hurt like It didn't hurt like McDreamy did because it it hasn't been as long or whatever. Plus you you knew it was coming. I was going to say, you know the whole time you're like waiting for that episode where they explain it. But the way it happened was, did you watch it?
3: Not yet. No.
0: Sorry.
2: That's okay. (laughs)
1: And then
0: tonight is on again. I know. And it's like it's, what we did for the podcast. tonight's William another tough Thursday.
2: one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a week of
1: doubleheaders. On a more positive, uplifting note, Jessica Capshaw did say that we are the highlight of the red carpet oh, when we hey. wore our scrubs. That's right. Shout out. <laughs> you know, I have gone through this um, time where I thought the whole cast, for some reason, just didn't like me. I don't know. I had this, like, thing in my head that they somehow knew that I was obsessed and just were like, uh. And... I felt like I tweeted her like the video of us meeting her, and she never uh-huh. said anything. I was like, "Yeah, oh, she hates." But I was like, "That'll be funny if we like tweeted her the picture." And she
2: she loved she, it. Yeah, she did. That's so nice. We I had know. to go to Paley Fest this year, and maybe um, we need to do better. Have like an
1: actual like setup to where yeah. we can do an interview because we didn't yeah. have mics or anything. Yeah, we literally so had loud. my phone, and
2: Mike was so mad. <laughs> we're like dressed in scrubs with like an iPhone. <laughs> we're, like, uh,
3: <laughs>
1: and we're like, if, if you could bring back any character, who would it be? Yeah. It was, you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, and we're bad. like, if you could die, like, how would you want to go? <laughs> wow, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment thinking about this. Uh.
0: Uh, before you tell us about Adore me,
1: okay, let
0: me read you the synopsis of this week's grave, and we can decide if you're excited or you're not excited. This okay. is the TV guide. April yeah. is in charge of the new surgical innovation contest. So she didn't successfully hand that off to anyone else. The doctors are eager to start their projects. Catherine's old friend has a shocking idea for Catherine and Jackson. Meredith treats a returning patient who inspires her project. Uh, Not great faces from either of you.
2: Sounds kind of boring. What project are we talking
1: about?
0: This is the one uh, where um was it is it Bailey that's funding it?
2: Last week I was at your house. Maggie had like two kids and she was like showing them how to yeah. do some science. Isn't that part of it? No, that nope. was because was because uh, Tuck was like out of school or something. Oh,
0: There's a, a lot of money and all of the doctors are going to compete with some new medical innovation to win the money. That's it's it's like a Harper Avery, but it's their own Harper oh,
3: Avery. Oh, and I
0: thought that. it was Bailey's money, but I don't know why I thought that. But anyway, okay. so that's what this is. They're all starting their projects for that. I think the most promising that I just read to you is that Meredith treats a returning patient, who knows, maybe somebody we remember, and that inspires her project. That's potential there.
1: Yeah, I'm going to need some side stories to keep Yeah, yeah. I'm only going to like it if it's like
2: the lawyer that comes back from the dead.
1: Oh, my God. I hate how attached you are to that. I'm I think it's so to annoy me.
2: I'm so attached to him as a character. And the it's fact the that he died thing.
1: is so... like. There was nothing attachable about him. <sighs> it was Denny and Izzy 2.0. Oh, this is so desperate. I can't stand it. I. Your post the other... She posted on Instagram. Okay. She was like... Is there a, she did a poll on Instagram and It's like, is there a better love story than these two is Denny and Izzy? And she, she put the poll to where both answers were. No, like no. definitely not. <laughs> I wrote her and I was like, this is the worst poll ever. You shouldn't be allowed to do polls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: been so many of those that are better than the lawyer. I mean, think of Scott Foley.
1: Uh, yes. oh. love
0: so How about even Karev and the girl who had the messed up face? I never liked that. I love yeah, I mean, that one. I was yeah. way into that one. Maybe that was a guy. She man. was
1: like annoying.
2: Annoying to me. and yeah. creepy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like so stalkery. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I was like, she might come back and murder him yeah, at yeah, one
2: point. Yeah, with like a knife.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> with a knife. Specifically. A knife. Um yeah, but I'm ho- I just need, I need someone to have like a romantic love story because I'm missing it a little Not bit. Not
2: somebody, anybody but Jackson and Maggie.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anybody but Jackson and Maggie and I don't necessarily need to see uh, Catherine or, yeah. okay. So basically <laughs> I want to see a love story <laughs> with, I need Alex and Joe to have some romance, April and Jackson. Meredith and someone. Oh, that's tough for me. Arizona. Arizona. And, Arizona, and I think that, that she and that girl are going to get back together. The DeLuca sister. Oh.
0: The orgasm doctor? Yeah.
1: I don't love her.
0: I don't either. And keep her away from Owen. That's like a double. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. I'm not interested. Ew.
1: I just. Anything with Owen. I can't. <laughs> something. Okay. <laughs> um, so speaking of relationships, um, Tanya and I are both going to be single this Valentine's Day. That's right. Just throwing it out there. Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't treat ourselves to something special.
2: What got are a text you- message. Oh we'll wait till we're done with oh. this. Oh we'll wait till we're done.
1: <laughs> um um at adormy.com you can get designer bras and lingerie that will fit you perfectly because adormy is designed by women for women of every body type. Mm-hmm. Um they also have we got cute PJ said.
2: Uh my roommate, I was wearing mine the other day and she goes. Those pajama bottoms make you look so tiny. I well, was, like, you're
1: very small right said, now. Said no
2: one ever. Like, but like those big, ba- you know what I mean? Like when you're wearing pajama yeah. sets, like, like, they don't make yeah. you look slimming. And these really do. My blanket pants
1: are the ugliest like shape I've ever worn. So <laughs> it will be nice to wear something that's like form-fitting. Yeah. Um, and they're comfy, cozy. Love comfy, cozy. They also have um, body suits and um, cute tops for going out. But... The best part is that you don't have to go to the mall or get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Adore Me comes straight to you. You get gorgeous lingerie and a bra and panty set right to your door. If you visit AdoreMe.com, you can shop hundreds of style from lacy romantic lingerie, trendy bralettes to supportive and full coverage bras. Mm-hmm. There's no risk or return lines, which is so nice. Shipping and exchanges are always Free. 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 <laughs> I felt like you were trying to keep up with what I was spelling. (laughs) I got this really cute. (laughs) She was like mouthing it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And for um, a limited time, it's the Adore Me Valentine's Day sale. So you can get your first set for just $14.95 at adoreme.com slash scrubbing in. That's 60% off your first set with VIP membership at com slash scrubbing in. One more time, that's com slash scrubbing in. in. <laughs> we got a good email from someone who was like, hey, Ta- uh, Becca, and then it put oh, in parentheses like how Tanya says it at the end of <laughs> yeah. this one. That
0: was Nancy. No, it's <laughs> not
1: Hello, so my mom. Um, My mom's name is Nancy. Um, My brother responded, so oh, yeah. let's read that.
2: Well, I'm not sure. Is his number Yeah, three that's th- him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Such a Tilly response. (laughs)
1: Wow. He said, girl, I'm going to take you to the nicest Applebee's in SoCal.
2: (laughs) Here's the problem. He's very quick and witty. I'm not. No. That's not true. That is true. No.
0: you're, You're selling yourself short.
2: I'm not witty or I might be quick sometimes.
0: You're funny.
1: You are funny, but I don't think quick and witty, but she's funny but she's not quick and witty. Yeah. Okay. That's why we feel like this Tom, uh Tom Brady. Sorry, he's taken. <laughs> I was about to say, never mind. Um that's why this Tim Tebow thing seems to work out cuz from what I've heard he doesn't right. ha- he's not very like sarcastic or like super quick-witted. <laughs> <laughs> not like me. But well, you're funny, so hopefully... I don't know. I'm hoping he's funny, has a sense of humor.
0: I, 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 don't, I don't feel like that's a deal breaker. I think you two no, would get along no, no, great.
2: No, I,
0: I mean, okay. you could so certainly Becca have a respond? conversation.
2: Do you respond you to can, this? You can take oh, it from here. Oh, I take it from here. <laughs> right? I just had
0: one that text. Right? Yeah,
1: text right? yeah. I'm, I'm bored. No. <laughs> I love Applebee's, so that was not... That was a good response. Would it be funny if I said
2: something like, what if we try this raw organic place by my house? Yeah,
1: you should be like, I'm more into, like, Whole Foods. <laughs> Um, pesticide free hashtag.
0: We have about 10 minutes before uh, the therapist.
1: Ah, okay, oh I want to do emails. So Can we start with
0: Nancy since you mentioned her cuz yeah. that's a good one.
1: We have some really good emails this week. We always do. I don't know if we've mentioned it but we love emails. Love.
0: Scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com.
1: I get this question so often, what is the email for us to write in? So we're going to repeat it again. Scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com. That's We'd right love right. to hear from you. Um, okay, so this one is from Nancy, and I don't think it's my mom. Hopefully, it's not. She said, <laughs> never mind, this is this will be funnier after I read the email why I hope it's not my mom. <laughs> um, okay, it says, hi, Becca. And then in parentheses, it says, the way Tanya says it after your ads. <laughs> and Tanya, Becca, I think I went through the entire Dexter series in like two weeks, no joke. I wow. haven't been able to continue after the uh, season four finale, so... Don't know what that's like. Why?
0: You know the ending. It was too traumatizing. It was so traumatizing.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I can continue. I like it. it. It Get away from that. Okay.
2: Back to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The show took you away from me for like three weeks. Yeah, that's a good excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Back to
1: Nancy. Okay, so here's my dilemma. I've been with my husband for about five years, married for two, and we have a little girl who is the most adorable mini person ever. I look at her and I literally can't. (laughs) Anyway, so my issue is this. When my husband and I first started dating, he made working out a priority. I mean, he would literally get home from work at 8.30 or 9 p.m. and go for a run. Wow. He got it in whenever he could, and I really liked that about him. Fast forward five years and a kid later and dare I say it he has a dad bod let me just say of course I love him no matter what he looks like because regardless of the dad bod he's still so hot or what his weight is my concern is that we have a kid now and I need him to be healthy and be around for a long time Mm -hmm. I try to set an example and make working out a priority and letting him know that it's important to me but he just complains about how tired he is after working and being with our girl insert eye roll emoji (laughs) Guys, help me! What would you do in this situation? Thanks so much for reading my email and for your podcast. It's legit the highlight of my week.
2: Oh, it's so nice. I know I love that.
1: I mean, I love that ending. Um, this is hard for me because I hate working out and I don't really make it a priority in my life. Yeah, but I do like communication and honesty. And I think if you said what exactly what your concern is—that you have a kid and you want that to be a priority—I would assume as a dad, it would make him more aware that it's not so much for him or for you, but for your little girl, right?
0: He might resent that. Oh, but really? I think he'll come around on it. Like, for example, I was talking to somebody on our staff earlier today who's, who's uh, not, not husband, partner, got her workout clothes for Christmas. And then a few <laughs> months later when she hadn't worked out, he's like, hey, uh, got you those workout clothes. <laughs> but uh, put those on every so often. And she's not really happy about it, but she hears him. Right. And I think that your husband will hear you if you have that conversation. But,
1: yeah, I was going to ask. I mean, I know men are sens- like more sensitive when we, than we give y'all credit for. But, like, obviously women are like, he got me workout clothes. Yeah. Does he think I'm fat? Or guys more just like, oh, yeah, like, I should.
0: We're out. fairly oblivious. But I think it's actually a decent problem to have. I'm a dad. Yeah. And he's his priority is your daughter, and that's great. And I think that's a really important thing. And I know a lot of dads. Who don't spend that much time with their kids because they work all day, mm-hmm. and then they go to the gym, and mm-hmm. by the time they come home, it's bedtime. You know, right, I think right. I, I think there's a balance to be struck there. Right. And also, when your daughter's older and more uh, independent, or however you want to put it, he's going to get back into it. It, right. was, it was a priority to him at one point; it will be again. It was never a priority for me. I was I've had a dad bod long before <laughs> I was a dad, and I still do. But I'm getting back into it now again because my kids are 11 and 8. They're less. Yeah, it, they need me around less, kind of. I mean, I'm still always around, but I'm trying to do more of that for right. the reason she says here, because I want to be around for a really long right. time for right.
1: that. But you can also, I mean, I think a lot of that can come if he doesn't want to work out, maybe eating health, like changing what you're eating, or yeah. you know, or like
2: maybe suggesting doing things together. Like, I mean, I know some people don't like to work out with their partners, but like maybe doing suggesting you guys do stuff together might be even interest him a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, walks with the kids is great. Hikes yeah. with the kids, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of things you can do together or that aren't so much like going to the gym or, right, going, like you know. cute are, bike rides together. I love a cute bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> it
3: really is cute.
1: It's not a bike ride if it's not cute. Right. It has to be, has to be a cute bike ride. <laughs> With a basket. With a basket. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would just be honest and be like, like you said, maybe he gets his feelings hurt, but at least it's in his head. And he yeah. hears you and realizes what your intentions are. It's not that you're saying I'm unattracted to you. And want you to have a hot bod. It's more like, hey, I want you to be healthy and be able to be active with our children.
0: And the fact that you think he's so hot, that's great. He'll love you.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Be like, I think you're so hot. Yeah. I'm into a dad bod. Yeah. I'm not opposed to dad bod. Not at all. The more I found the guys who don't have the dad bods, I was the one you got to look out for. (laughs) Well, and my wife's
0: always said to me she would not be happy if I was in better shape than she was.
1: Yeah, you got to keep it. If not even, a little less, a uh little more out of shape than the. You
0: don't want him ripped if you're not ripped.
1: Yeah. I know. Robert was always like so fit and like he ate super healthy, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get in the (laughs) ego. Dude, can I get fries with that? Can you do Lily? Yes. Oh, yeah. This is interesting because we've talked about it a little bit. Well, Tanya and I have. Which one? Lily. Oh. Um, Hi, Becca and Tanya. This may be sort of a weird question, but I noticed Tanya went out on a dinner date with Robert while Becca was out of town in Hawaii. (gasps) You did? (laughs) Have you guys always been friends before Becca and Robert dated? And how does Becca feel about you two being friends slash going out to eat? Personally, I would feel uncomfortable with my best friend going out to eat with my ex boyfriend, but 100% judgment-free zone. I just want to know your thoughts. I think it's awesome how open-minded you both are. I look up to you both so much. Love Lily Smith from Vancouver, Washington.
2: Aww, I love Lily. Lily. Um,
1: it's not weird. Like Tanya. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the paw, the pregnant paw.
1: Tanya and Robert were good friends before I met either of them. So it was like they had a friendship before. And then, you know, Tanya and Robert throughout our relationship, like both literally if I was with Robert, he talked about how much he loved, how Tanya is the best. And <laughs> I'm like, maybe y'all should date. <laughs> but Tanya would be like, oh, Robert's so great. And like after we broke up was like, I'm really rooting still is like, I'm really rooting for y'all to get back together. And um, it's true. And they've like gone out to eat. I mean, several times since we've broken up, like y'all have seen each other and hung out. Yeah. And I think. Because Robert and I didn't end on, like, a negative note with any bitterness as far as, like... It's not like he cheated on me and, like, hurt me or... Right, of course. Um, vice versa. It's it's not really, like, a thing where I feel, like, like, she's... Like, mad. Yeah. I don't feel like, oh, she chose... Like, she's, she's choosing his side over mine because there's not really a side to choose. Right. And I still, like, think he's so wonderful and great. So, it's kind of, like, I don't have anything to be weird. And the only time I have ever gotten, like, I thought about it is... Um, I think my mom said something about like I guess I was when I was home. She's like, "Oh, Robert, and Tony your friends like does it is that weird for you?" And I'm like, "I don't think so. Like, I should know, it be and,
2: weird for me? It's so funny because I never thought of it either. Like, I was just kind of, um, obviously if he ever hurt you or did anything that, yeah. I would obviously cut ties and like he'd be dead to me. But, <laughs> um, because that wasn't the case, I really do like I love Robert and I am still rooting for the two of you. Um, because I think he's a really great guy and it it is nice to kind of just like hear. You know what I mean? Like where he is in life, you know? And like, I don't know. I I just think timing is everything. And I think it's sweet that he even wants to keep a relationship with me because we are so close. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that that says a lot about where his head's at.
1: Yeah. She went out to dinner with him the other night and didn't even get any like details of like. Is he dating anyone? She, she didn't come back with Aww.
2: anything for me. Well, also, that's awkward. You know what I mean? Like, that's, there's a little bit of that. And I, I, I never want to, like, share. I would never tell him anything about you. You know what I mean? I would never be like, oh, well, yeah, she went out to drinks with some guy. Yeah, uh, but whatever. you're Team
0: Becca, so you have to. I was to- about to
2: say, Mark, come on, come on in here for me. Yeah. But what I'm saying <laughs> is it's a little bit of a subject that we kind of. S- they avoid. Yeah. They avoid me. For obvious reasons.
0: I but do think that you ask- should be getting some reconnaissance done on these dates, though. You should be finding out stuff about him if you can. Thank you.
1: <laughs> like, that's let so me sad. be a crazy ex for a sec. Like, <laughs> but you're so not. I know. So let me have a moment and like get some details. Because what's me.
0: the point otherwise? Like, seriously. That's
2: exact. Oh my god, that's exact. I was like, why'd you even go? <laughs> 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 I do have to say though, uh, uh, when we were uh, having dinner, he said, uh, "Guess who I hung out with two nights ago?" I was like, "Oh." Tim t oh. was oh like, wow really And he goes he is a great guy i am fully on board with this i'm gonna try and make this happen so anyways
1: so we have, we have 56 peeps. people in los
2: angeles <laughs> trying to make this happen but i just i um i did get a lot of messages actually about this dinner and a lot a lot of them were like make them get back together it was like a lot of messages but a lot of other people were like and and i want and, I, and that's when i the next day i asked becca i was like do you think it's weird? Because if you ever thought it was, I would yeah. obviously not go, you
0: know? May I devil? Devil's Please advocate? Devil. What if he made a pass at you, Tanya? What if, I know, I know you're making the face. Okay. Craziest thing in the world. Crazy Maybe thing. it is. But what if he asked you out? Like said, hey, you know what? Why don't we go back to my place? I don't know. Something like that. That, that was clearly taking it to another level.
2: First of all, that would
0: never. I know, happen. I know, you're, I know. This
2: is not how you play Devil's Advocate. Okay, okay. Uh, let's play. Let's play the game. Uh, I'd say no. I would. I would like actually probably laugh
0: if he leaned in to kiss you.
2: I'd take my braces out oh. and, and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, in an
0: attempt to cool him off, is that why you're doing that?
2: I don't. It's hard to put yourself in that situation because I just know it would never happen.
0: But you can't just say it would never happen. I, but like I can.
2: Wait, there was another
1: email, and I don't see it. I don't know if I'm overlooking it, but there was an email saying if something about how uh, Jason invited me to that night of, what was the prom night or whatever, Uh and if Tim Tebow made a move at me, what would you do? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Or what
1: I would do, which I'm not interested. (laughs) But also, I think because this is like, you're interested, I would be like, no. Even Uh, if I was like, oh.
0: Let me go to you, Becca. Okay. What if you found out that Robert kissed Tanya?
2: I feel very betrayed.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. By both, right? By both, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that would be that would be it.
2: But I, like, also, like, I think you have to understand, and you know who I'm, where I'm coming from. I'm girls before guys all day. Like, yeah. I had a guy hit on me that was like dating one of my briefly dated one of my friends, and I was like, uh, and he was hot as hell, and I was like. <laughs> You remember this? Yeah. I was like, no, like not going to happen. Like You're fully like talking yeah. to one of my best friends. Like, there's I, no
0: guy that could break that girl code.
2: No, it depends on the girl. Okay. Like Becca, I, I would never in a million years. Like my close girlfriends, I would never. But then I understand that also that there's, you have like distant friends. In yeah. Your life. You yeah. Know I mean that, that I may have dated somebody yeah. in the past that I think that's fine. But if it's somebody that's one of my best friends, I would never in a million
0: years. Have you ever had a crush on a friend's boyfriend? never because you just put them out of your head I, like
2: yeah that. i like put the once you do have
0: that ability to just completely put, turn yeah, the switch Tani off like for certain so
1: people loyal.
2: like i put robert in like a brother category almost because he dated becca you mm. know what i mean like to to me he's almost like yeah and, that, and that's why i almost like the relationship so much with him is because i can it is that relationship where he's just like a guy that i can yeah, I don't that, do not Do you get prep. guy
0: advice from him because totally. that is nice to have that yeah.
2: yeah like and he's not married you know what i mean like it's just like a guy's perspective on things and i, and I think it's because i put him in that box and he'll always be in that box mm-hmm. for me
1: that box is shut and locked
2: yeah it's locked it's in becca's
1: palm <laughs> no it's not my palm anymore
0: let's <laughs> hit a couple more before uh um the i like
1: this one about the grays as yeah that's know. good yeah brooke um you, guys you are read really it mark
2: think today
0: Uh, Hey, Becca, Tanya, Amy, Mark, Easton, and whoever else (laughs) might be. There's a lot of people for a podcast. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about this over the past week, and of course, I had to ask the Gray's experts. Mm -hmm. If you were in Gray's or a surgeon in real life, what would be your specialty? Mm. Personally, I think I would want to do fetal and neonatal. So basically, you can call me Arizona and or Addison. What would y'all choose? P.S. I love y'all, and I look Mm -hmm. forward to this podcast every week. Keep up the great work, Brooke. Mm. That is sweet.
1: Pediatrics all day. Peds? Yeah, all day
0: that's tough though because I know sick, sick children kids. are the worst I know, dying but it's children
1: like it, I also have to think obviously humans in general dying like would affect me and it's like children but you get to be like a light in like the whole family's life you know like you kind of are the person they're seeing every day and you kind of get to bring like the joy mm-hmm. obviously it's like a sad situation but also like cleaning up like poop and stuff on an adult like Definitely not kids. I'd be like, "That's okay. He's a kid."
0: (laughs) It all comes down to poop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, like body stuff.
0: Well, sure, but yeah, because you're also as sad as that part is. You have to focus on the positive. You're saving the lives of babies and children. Yeah,
1: Yeah. like you're saving their life. You're you get to be like that maybe joyful person that walks into the room in this like time of darkness. I know, like Arizona. She's so everything. Yeah, Arizona is just the best, and uh so yeah what are, what
0: are there's pediatrics there's cardio you know what i'd pick there's neuro i'd pick there's plastics, plastics. Poxy, okay. poxy
2: for sure plastics. interesting hello so you'd be McDreamy jackson you and Tanya. i avery and tanya I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing done call me dr rad
0: <laughs> why oh, just because be of the so hot cool. guys
2: totally dr rad yeah dr rad yeah if it wasn't in if it wasn't in grace loan memorial yeah I would not choose plastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh my
3: gosh.
0: All right. What she said. If you were in greys yeah. or a surgeon, okay, in real life. So, you so there's were the greys there. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If but I was the... a real
2: surgeon, it'd probably be like probably neonatal too. Isn't that the delivering babies? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah. That, and that, and that's where Karev is right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 That's why I choose. Okay. What about you?
0: I've never thought about this for a second. Well,
2: I, time's up. Let's go.
0: I don't think, I think, I, I think I really admire the neuro stuff when I watch it with Shepherd yeah. and yeah. Maggie going into brains and just like flicking well, a switch Maggie's, and changing Maggie's everything. Heart, oh, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Who is it now? Oh, it's Amelia now. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Shepherd still. The Shepherd yeah. family neuro dynasty. I I guess that. I think that's pretty neat. The brain is fascinating. It's
1: amazing. Like, to me, that they can go in and, like, know what they're doing. Oh, everything. Yeah. That's too much. My hands are too shaky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Tell us about Wink, and then the therapist is on the phone.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about Wink. I wish I had a bottle of wine right now. Um, So, Wink, we talked about. when I go to the store trying to buy a bottle of wine or like I had a Super Bowl party and I was like, what do I get? No idea. Because I'm not a, what's what's your word? All yay! <laughs> Is that the right? Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Well, I'm not one of those. Um, So that's where Wink comes in. It's W-I-N-C. And Wink's Wine Expert select wines matched to your taste, and it's personalized for you. And then it's shipped right to your door, and it starts at just $13 a bottle. Mm. All you have to do, you take the palette profile quiz on Wink's website. Questions like, how do you take your coffee? Or how do you feel about blueberries? And then Wink takes it from there.
2: Interesting. I know. Very
1: easy. Kind of gauges what you like, the taste that you like. Yeah, so you'll come home to a box of delicious wink wine selected just for you. It will be your favorite day of the month. My sisters and I already drank all of our four bottles. Wow, that's a lot. That's three people. You know, not hard to do. Um, there's that's no like membership over
2: a bottle a person.
1: And it wasn't per. It wasn't a night. Oh, okay. It was spread out <laughs> a lot. Um, there's no membership fees. You can skip any month, cancel at any time, but you probably won't want to. Um, there's free shipping, and if you don't like a bottle, they'll replace it with a bottle you love. No questions asked. Um, discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com slash Becca. You'll get $20 off your first shipment. Again, that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C Becca for $20 off. And one more time, trywink.com slash Becca.
0: Before we put Dr. Salts on the line, we have breaking news. Oh, we have the name of Kylie's daughter.
1: Oh. Wait, can we guess what it is? Yes. Butterfly. Monarch.
0: No, no. And you're not lip close. Lip kit. And you're not close. It's not What does it lip start kit? with? Kit. What does it start with? It starts with an S.
1: Saint. Oh no, that's the oh, other one. Wow. I'm gonna go with Sailor. Nope. Sarah. Nope. Is it a traditional name? Nope. It's gonna be uh,
2: oh, I bet it's uh Salem.
0: Nope. It's very unique and it's...
2: Is it a word we've said ever in, li- ever in life? Yeah, I'm I'd like, say Sh. you have. Okay. Like often? Actually, lately
0: it's been on the news a lot, which I don't think was her intention.
2: Oh. Sabrina. Are you ready? Wait. Okay. Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Wait, one more guess.
0: Uh, let's see. One, two... Give us one. Six letters. No, sorry. Uh, Can yeah, we get six, one six more letters.
2: hint? Yeah, what's been in the news? I don't...
0: Um, no. Six letters and your hint is Weather.
2: Tsunami? Oh, that's no. okay. oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, Tanya! Wow. Wait,
1: snowflake. <laughs> nope. Weather. Oh, this is so frustrating. Surf? Nope. Tanya. How many S words are, we- are Ooh, there? Ooh,
0: starting to cloud up.
1: Ski. Oh, sorry. It's, start- it's uh, s- uh smog.
0: <laughs> nope. Smoke. Nope.
1: No, it's starting. Why would you name it starting, starting to fog cloud. up?
2: It's starting to fog
1: up.
0: Might be getting a little bit
2: shady shadowy shadow
0: oh, put up your umbrellas it's bringing nope. bring in the patio furniture rain it's getting
2: salty
1: oh <laughs> if you're bringing in the patio furniture it's getting Storm! stormy stormy, stormy. stormy oh, that's is actually correct. that's actually like more normal than I would have thought
0: what's weird though to me is that all the news the past few weeks is about has been about butterfly. Pr- President Trump oh. and Stormy Daniels. So it's kind oh. of a weird a weird timing on it. But if cute. that had never happened, I don't know how I would feel about it.
1: Stormy, huh? I I knew two girls growing up named Stormy. Actually, my first kiss ever is married to a Stormy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. S T How did she spell it?
0: With an I. S T O Yeah. All right, can we talk to Dr. Salts, Dr. Salts? All
1: right. That was a fun game. Okay. So the, who we Tsunami. have on the phone right now is a big deal. Um, Gail Saltz, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hey. Gail, we're so excited to we have you. are so ex- I'm very nervous, but super excited to have you on the line. Um, um
4: I'm, don't be nervous. I'm not going to read your mind. Not...
1: <laughs> well, I kind of, yeah. Get as deep as you need to. Um, but I don't know how they prepped you on my personality type or what they told you. Um,
4: Nothing. Wait. Oh. oh, okay. This is good. I mean, I mean, I mean, of your personality type, there. I I don't have any uh, prior. I mean, I I know that you've been, let's say, unlucky in love on oh. multiple bachelor
3: experiences.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, that that's true. Unfortunately, but well, I feel like we should
2: tell our listeners that, like, Gail, you're no joke. Like, you are like <laughs> legit, legit. <laughs>
4: I guess that's, that's a fair statement, yes. Can you I, I give us
2: am. a little bit of your background, just because I want them to sure. know, like, we're not just, like, like, I'm actually, this like, starstruck right
4: yeah. now. Oh, um Well, let's see. I, I am a clinical professor, a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital and, and the faculty of Weill Cornell Medical Center, and I'm a psychoanalyst with the New York Psychoanalytic Institute. And, um, so I've been, you know, I've been practicing for, let's see, it's like uh, 26 years now, um, and, uh, I've written a number of books, um, you know, some of which, uh, do relate to, uh, being happy in a relationship as far as one's sex life, especially, but, but, um, but other issues as well. And, um. I, let's see, what else? I contribute for Health Magazine. I'm a blogger for um, for these kinds of issues for U.S. News and World Report. Um, so th- I, I try to do a lot of public education, including um, on television. with um, Mostly these days, i say mostly on CNN, HLN, Good Morning America.
2: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And you're in your psychiatry, so you, like— you're gonna be able to tell if 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 Becca has some sort of. <laughs> mental... well, I'm gonna be
4: honest. I'm gonna be honest because um, you know obviously, one cannot really make a diagnosis in 15 minutes on a radio show mm-hmm. right over the phone. Right. Right. So, in honesty, no. But one could have hints of of currents running through things that might be something. You know, to explore. The first of which is one should not presume that there is something wrong with you if you are not finding love on a television
1: show. Yeah, well, that's never, I never doubted that. Yeah, Yeah. let's tell, let's
2: tell, tell (laughs) Gail what your issue is.
1: Well, I don't. I haven't ever really thought of it as being an issue until recently, but I have a trouble. I I feel like there's a wall up in relationships in general, which is people, but especially in romantic relationships. But I can't really tell if it's a wall and it's something that created that wall or if it's just my personality type where I'm just kind of more independent and not super emotional.
4: So by wall, do you mean that you always feel distant from the other person that you don't feel like you let them be close or do you mean that you don't really grow to trust them do you mean that you might trust them and let them be close but you can't imagine being committed to them what what is a wall i
1: think that i think the first thing you said like the distance like i distant myself emotionally but it's not so much that i don't trust them or that i'm scared to let them close to me i don't like I don't feel that way mm-hmm. I think it's more I've always just been Very independent And okay being alone So I just feel like There's like a block there As far as Maybe letting myself Feel Those emotions Or dependent getting Dependent in any way Yeah 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 Exactly
4: hmm So um, Have you Ever Had a relationship Where you did feel Somewhat dependent On someone Not
1: really no. Uh-huh
4: And in your family of origin, um, like at home, Mm -hmm. um, were there visible relationships, including yourself, where it felt you saw people being dependent on one another and it being a good thing or a safe thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, my parents are still together and, like, they love each other, but they also like each other. Like, I grew up Mm -hmm. with a very ideal relationship, as an example. Um, Do they have a
4: very traditional relationship of, you know, their time? You know, are they, is someone dependent on someone else or are they very independent sorts um, individually?
1: I I would, they're, I guess, dependent on each other. Like they spend, you know, they're together all the time and Uh they go to work, but they're, you know, they're each other's best friend and ultimate company. Uh
4: uh So they really confide in each Uh other and they emotionally count on
1: each other. Yes.
4: And do you feel like you want that?
1: I do want that, but I it seems um, like that I think because I've never experienced that with someone that it seems not impossible, that seems sad, but almost maybe that's not my personality type to feel that way towards another person.
4: Well, um, so personality types are are, first of all, not cast in stone, it's not like that's my personality type, and you know I can't do anything about that uh-huh. um, and personality types or character types um, can come somewhat from you know your your particular biology, but they're more likely shaped by events and you know your environment um, and then reinforced so if You know, if you, if even unconsciously, so out of your awareness, you get the idea that, um, you know, it's safer because, let's say, someone might break up with you and be gone to always count on yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, then, you know, that can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. But that doesn't mean it's unchangeable. Uh, Change can happen, but only basically if the person really wants to change, you know, people are like, why can't you make them go to, tr-? you can't, you'd have to like, if you were saying, hey, I recognize I'm very independent and I like that about myself. I'm really self sufficient, which actually is a strength, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but it's also a strength to it, be able to, um, you know, let a little go when you want to in terms of creating a bond with somebody else. So be, and it's not just because it would be nice for you to depend on somebody. It's really because also because somebody else likes to feel needed, right? That's, right. that's part of the reciprocity of any relationship. Just like oh, if you were in a relationship that felt really good, part of it would be, you would feel needed, you know, not needed, right. like clingy, they need me and, yeah. you know, I get out of here, but like, um, I really bring things to the table here that are of value and, and my partner really appreciates that. Um, so to have that kind of mutual reciprocity, um, which does, you know, make for really, you know, intense intimacy, I don't mean sexual intimacy, but like emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. um, you know, is something that. If one recognize, if you recognize, I, I don't know, I don't do that, um, or I haven't done that yet, there are two possibilities. One is there hasn't been somebody that you feel like you feel such an affinity toward
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, and such trust of that, you know, you've gone there with them. Another is that there is something scary to you, whether you're aware of it or not, that uh, about letting yourself depend on somebody it doesn't seem safe you know you could get left you know you could you could get who knows any any number of things to that for you as an individual would be frightening you mm-hmm. know or anxiety producing and some and people who have that um may look like somebody who has what, you know, in lay parlance, like, has a commitment phobia, right? They're Mm -hmm. sort of like, I will be really close with you until it looks like we could actually end up together, really, and then I need to move away because the idea of being stuck forevermore seems very scary to me.
1: I've always thought, I think in my head, there's that fear of... I've well, I've always said it thought in my head, like I can't imagine being with... It's not commitment as in I want to... I can't be with one person. It's more if I commit myself and I'm with this per. Like if we get married, I believe in marriage, you know, being forever. 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 Uh-huh. And if I make that decision and then uh-huh. what happens down the road if I'm like, I made this commitment and it's, you know, supposed to be forever and... What do I do? I feel stuck, or I can't get out of it, or I'm unhappy, but I don't know what right. to do.
3: So,
4: so what are you? What do you imagine happening at that juncture? Is it that you're you're saying, what what do I do if? I've made this forever commitment, and then you imagine what? I'll be miserable. I'll, I'll think, oh, my God, I made the wrong choice. I, I want to pick somebody else. What What is the thing that you're thinking is going to happen?
1: Well, I guess it's like if you if I get married and I want kids eventually, and I have kids, and then I'm yeah. in the place where I'm like, I don't feel what I used to feel for this mm-hmm. person when we, when we were first together, which I know, you know, relationships, you go up and down and mm-hmm. through a bunch of things. But what if it gets to a point where you're in a – the stuck or you feel in the stuck relationship and you have kids involved and you're not you're both not happy but mm-hmm. i think the alternative which would be you know splitting up and getting a divorce seems as scary as being in the relationship or feeling stuck
4: so like the, those are a lot of thoughts that people do who do have real fears of commitment do have that that's that's sort of a typical you know um so because the scenario you're describing, right, is a, is a complete what if. It's mm-hmm. a complete fantasy, you know, mm-hmm. that you, you have no idea. You, there's no evidence, you know, that if you were married to somebody you really fell in love with and decided, this is the person for me, and you had children, that then you would now at some point go, I, I really don't love you. Um, or I don't love you as much as I loved you, and now I really want out. Uh Um, Or that they would feel that. In other words, it's your anxiety fantasy, and based on that, you are making the decision, essentially, that it would be better to never go there than to go there and have that happen. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, I I, I hate to sound like a cliché, but, you know, it's sort of like you – It it is a bit of subscribing to the better to have loved and lost and never to have loved at all because, of course, what you're saying is is a complete, you know, is a made-up thing Mm -hmm. for one. For two, yes, people do definitely go through better times and worse times, and it's true that a marriage takes work, and it's true that it would require the effort to ride through, over, under, around those hard times, um, having decided that you've made this you know, choice to spend your life and having built something with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, it it is true that that no one can say to you, oh, nothing like that would happen. It would be a free ride. But you've got an idea that's pretty, you know, that's kind of specific that also you have no idea would have happened. But something has kept that idea very alive in your mind Mm -hmm. um, and probably keeps you from, you know, getting too close to that point. Where this idea scares you. So, what what, if you came to see me, my office? Mm -hmm. We would try to understand more about that fantasy. We would try to understand if there's anything that's gone on in the past that may have helped create that that fantasy for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And. We would try to make it all very conscious so that when you were in the moment, say, with somebody, and they were like, you know, wow, I really like you, I really love you, like, you know, you're know, you moving in that direction, and there's there's a suddenly a feeling for you of closeness, you know, what thoughts exactly do pop up, and, you know, and why are they popping up then, and does it really make sense? Is it really based in reality at that moment and try to work through that?
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. I I think in my head I've always known that. Like I've said that out loud of wouldn't it just be better? Like I'm so comfortable being alone and feel independent and confident and happy alone. Isn't that better than choosing Suffering to be- with all
4: this? And yeah. By the way, let me say marriage isn't for everyone. I mean I do not in any wanna, in any way want to suggest that marriage isn't for everyone kids are not for everyone they are very they are specific choices are there benefits to be had in marriage clearly there are mm-hmm. I mean there have been multiple studies that have looked at various mental health benefits and various actually physical health benefits um, not so for kids, actually. <laughs> kids are, to some degree, I mean, I have three; it's my greatest joy. But they, they really, they really can be a real mental health drain, and subsequently a physical health drain. But they are, they are a choice. You you have to like choose to want to do those things, and and I don't think they're for everyone. And because marriage is a lot of work with potentially a lot of gain. Um, again, you know, you have to decide you want to do that. That's, that's, that's something you're, you really want. Um, and if you don't, I don't think it's right to let society tell you there's something wrong with you and you should, you know, you should figure out what your pathology is and do it anyway Mm -hmm. on the one hand. So if you're like, you know what, I really love being independent. I don't actually want a partnership. I don't actually want to get married. I want to be me and do my thing, and I'll have relationships. But like, I don't really want a permanent relationship. That's a perfectly viable life choice. On the other hand, if actually what you do want is you do want that life relationship, and you or you do want children, um, then the the idea that you're independent and and that's you know prevents you from committing um really in your mind in your heart um then then that might be something to work on yeah
2: what were you gonna tanya had a question for you well i was gonna say it's not just romantic relationships that she does like that she feels this way or uh-huh. acts this way it's in uh-huh. pretty much all the relationships. all
4: relationships
1: well that's a bigger clue that. Okay.
3: Well first of all Tanya
1: be. Tanya's a little more of a needy friend, so I think she's projecting our relationship specifically.
2: <laughs> but it's true. That's true. It's not just me. You have other well, friends. It would be good it would be good to have more of an end than
4: one, like you know, like if other people feel that way too, <laughs> uh, if there are other friends who have reflected, you know, like you, or if you could even say about yourself, yeah, you know, like as long as the friendship stays sort of here, I'm good, you know. If the person wants more, too much, like I kind of like gotta end that. Um, if 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 it is a repet you know, pathology is always about degree and frequency, so you know, one-offs are like, no, that's, that's not a problem, but like multiples. Yeah. That tells you there's some, there's some smoke there and, and you should look there. So if it were true that it's like a lot of friendships, it's hard to, um, stay with them when they go through more difficult times and feel like, but this has been my friend and, you know, try to work toward coming out the other end or if it's, um, or as soon as it gets close and, you know, and and maybe even has a period of neediness, you're like, I'm out of there, then, you know, that would tell you something about the anxiety about people depending on you and or requiring stuff from you Mm -hmm. that would, that, you know, in your mind impedes your independence.
1: But what does that mean? Because that is sometimes how I feel. Um. It means if you really had
4: confidence in your independence, you would feel like I can give this up for you know this is temporary. I can give this up, or I can give to this person, or I can be required of this person, you know this by this person. And it doesn't make me. I mean, I'm still me. I still feel perfectly capable and independent. Um, If you have insecurity about your independence, then maybe you wouldn't be so sure about that. And it would make it hard to to you know you would resent it like no 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 you know um, you can't you know that's that's mine and I I'm nervous about it so you don't take any.
1: I mean I think it, I like being in control of my feelings and like uh-huh. the, being in control of the feelings that I feel whether it's in a friendship or in a relationship and I uh-huh. I, I will say like if I'm struggling or. I keep. I'm very internal about it. I don't really. I like to process it before I try and reach out to someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's
4: very reasonable. But when you say I like to be in control of my feelings, meaning you don't like other people's feelings to um, perhaps prevail or prevail on your feelings, like you don't like to be made to feel a certain way because of someone else's emotions. Is that is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, I guess I don't necessarily like to. I mean, if someone, yeah, I guess I don't like someone else's emotions to try and sway mine. Mhm,
4: uh-huh, mhm. Uh-huh. And um, do you feel like part of the control is like you want to be the gatekeeper of, you know, in other words, uh, I'm going to leave you before you would leave me, or you know, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be the gatekeeper of, um, so that I don't have to feel bad stuff.
1: I I mean, I, I think in my most recent relationship, which I've struggled with because he was absolutely wonderful to me. Like, I couldn't name one thing that he did wrong in our relationship. And the way it ended, I was just, I felt like his feelings for me were advanced, way more advanced than mine were for him. And I couldn't tell if I was going to let myself get there or if I had just reached the peak of what I was able to feel towards him. And I don't know if it was just because he wasn't, you know, the right person or what, what the reasoning was. But I was like, I don't know if this is an emotional block that, like you said, I'm, I'm ending it before he can end it.
4: Mm -hmm. Have, have you, has, has that happened? I mean, have you broken up a few times before somebody else might've or could've?
1: Not really. He was my first like long-term relationship.
4: Mhm so it's so if it's not a pattern, it's hard to say that yeah i mean if you if you again if like if it if you know if that's where you're going, whether it's with friends or with boyfriends or you know in other words, if with a friend it's just you know i I'm gonna end it um before they would, um then that would be then you know then that might be an issue of like needing to be um again too protective um Afraid of feeling whatever it is down, you know.
1: Like afraid of feeling upset, not in control. Yeah. Well big- mm-hmm. I'm I'm wishing I could come sit down in your office. Yeah, right that's now.
2: What I was thinking. I'm like I feel like uh, Dr. Saltz and Becca should have a little uh session one on one little one on one time.
1: Well, you
4: know, it's really important to know that like first of all, many of these issues are pretty common they really are mm-hmm.
3: that's good and to know. um
4: and i think especially today where there is this i don't know like global myth that you know relationships are supposed to make you happy and if they're not making you happy then you should get out of them and um and that's that's like not good you know it's it's it, it can never be true so, you know, at the end of the day, you're as you you're saying you're an independent person, right? So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you are responsible for your happiness. Someone else can't actually make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's what you put in and then obviously... You know, with somebody who would be a, a good match. I don't think there's only one match. I don't think there's only one soulmate, but somebody who's a good match. Um, and then it, it's kind of what you put in. And if you're if you're waiting for either that friend or that boyfriend or whatever to to make you feel happy all the time, you will not find it. You know, it just wow. so um, it's it's good to feel independent in the sense that you do own your own, you do own your abilities to make yourself happy enough. You know, right. that's the other thing, you can't be happy all the time, you right. know, and if you're terrified of being other than happy, that's something else to work on. But these are like not uncommon issues, especially today. Um, so think- can be really helpful.
2: Yeah, I well, think that's a wonderful way to leave it with our listeners because I feel like that really struck a chord. Like, a, you're it's not uncommon, mm-hmm. so that's good news for Becca, and B, you're in charge of your own happiness. I feel like that was a really good, yeah, little nightcap. I know. To our I feel good. I,
1: I feel good about this. But I also next time I come to Manhattan, I am calling you. <laughs> okay. All righty. Thank you so yeah, Dr. much for taking your time so to much. be on here. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye wow <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot but, but also some,
2: some good pointers
1: I know I feel I really could have a good conversation with her
2: first of all yeah in a room one-on-one it was interesting about being stuck like I yeah feel like that is a fear I've never thought of for you
1: yeah I think it's just like I and I don't know I, it's kind of a pessimistic way of looking at things I don't know why I really have that because my parents like. Like I said, they still
0: their best case scenario,
1: their best case scenario. But I think in just society in general, majority of the things you see, whether it's on social media or the news or pop culture, it's like people splitting up. And it's like, I, when I get married, I don't want it to be like, oh, we tried for a few years and then mm-hmm. that was it, you know?
0: Um, one interesting thing is I always think of life as upside versus downside. Mm-hmm. You know, One of the reasons I don't drink is I feel like the upside is a hey, fun and the downside is everything from vomiting to vehicular manslaughter. Like I see, I just focus right. on the downside. Uh-huh. And it's interesting that you look at relationships like that, consciously or not consciously, that mm-hmm. you're focused on. Hey, it could be fun and we could fall in love and live happily ever after. But what if we hate each other after we have kids? What if we fall out of love? How painful is that going to be? Right. That's interesting to focus on that part like of
1: it. What this is the saddest, but like what if you get married and you like they find someone else and you have like kids and stuff? I don't know. It's like I think because you see so much of this in society today, whether it's like I said, in movies on TV, it's kind of like subconsciously in my mind whether I realize I'm thinking about it or not. Yeah. But that's just, in my head, I'm like, well, it's way safer to just be by myself. Yeah. Wow.
2: It definitely made, it started making a little sense to me.
1: Yeah. But also, like, not all of my friends are super, like, you're probably the only friend who, like, gets, I'm just saying, like, as far as my friends, you're Special. The, oh, is that oh, what to well, say? I'm your that is, special friend. That's called glass half full. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I didn't know she, I thought she was going to be offended. She I think my neediness is, is Really a
2: special trait. And
1: <laughs> I just like that you try to like bring like she's like this in friendships too. And I'm like, no, all my other friends just not as <laughs> don't require as much out of me. <laughs> special. <laughs> she said special. <laughs> Speaking of special, let's talk about
2: Quip. Yay! Oh, you know what? I actually think I need one of these.
1: Y- you haven't gotten one? No. <laughs> we'll have to use but your, I brush the my code teeth. Becca
2: five times a day now
1: oh yeah oh, tanya yeah. got invisalign so she's the ultimate teeth brusher
2: i, I toothbrusher? yeah tooth, toothbrusher yeah yeah i brush them six times a day
3: wow it's
2: insane i feel like I, it's like what do you do most of your day I talk on the radio and i brush my teeth <laughs> Wow, hobbies,
1: time and for she and asked me if she if I still love her. Those <laughs> are her top three. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, did you know that when it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day, as wow. you already know. Yeah. Um, you actually dated someone with halitosis, so that's something. Yeah. he... I hope he he's listening. Hope he is listening.
2: Yeah, it was a darker time for me. I oh. was just like at the point in life where I was just taking what I could get. So wow. Halitosis my way.
1: <laughs> Let's move to something more positive. Um, Quip has... They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Um, so, Quip is a toothbrush that packs premium vibration and timer features into an ultra slim design. It's half the cost of the bulkier brushes.
2: Um, it is... I also feel like if you're not using an electric toothbrush, you're really not getting the full clean. You're not getting the full
1: experience. And when I use an electric toothbrush versus a manual toothbrush... I feel like I just left the dentist versus the totally non-dentist <laughs> versus, <laughs> which is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quip is basically like Apple designed a toothbrush, and so and it's and it's super affordable. Um, you have to see it and brush with it yourself. The vibration like changes. It does a little vibration when you need to move to a different part of your mouth. Um, you can even subscribe to receive new brush heads on a three month plan for just five dollars, including free shipping, and it starts at just twenty five dollars. Um, If you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Becca, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca. All right. Um, We got to get you a Quip toothbrush. Yeah. You tell me. Spawn. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I feel like we tackled a lot today. A lot. I feel emotionally lighter. I feel like I kind of. I I would like to sit down a one on one session with her, really delve into things. But yeah. I, I feel. Might,
2: yeah, I mean, you got a therapy session. I got a potential date with Chris Tilly. <laughs> nice <I> Applebee's. <laughs> mean, yeah.
0: did, you, did you respond again or no?
2: No, I have to think about
0: it. Okay, yeah, you have to consult people and friends. Yeah,
2: I have to screenshot it. Professional it's like writers. By my friends. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Becca,
0: I think you're going to find a guy that's going to make you not care about the downside.
1: Oh, that's like the best. Me I too. I think you will. You're like,
0: I don't care. I just want to be with him. It doesn't matter how it ends.
1: All I can think about is the upside. Yeah. Me too. Me three. Great. Right. I feel like Tanya has no problem seeing the upside, but you're going to find someone who makes you focus on the upside too.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. My future husband is going to be like Polly, the positive pistol.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm leaving. Instead of Uh, Hal, we should hashtag Polly the positive pistol. Instead of Hal, the halitosis.
1: (laughs) I actually get sad when we bring up the halitosis guy.
2: I do too, because it was a sad time in my life. Yeah, that you were just like. That's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I want to say a huge thank you to Dr. Gail Saltz for helping me with my walls and also not making me cry. Yeah, I it got I got a little teary at one point. I can't remember what she said, but um, it was good. I feel good. Um, thank you all for listening and all the emails. Please keep them coming. Yeah. Once again, it's scrubbing in at iheartmedia. dot com. We'll be back next week, and until then, time of death.
2: 1409 and 35 seconds. See that teamwork? That was teamwork right there. That's how the plastics posse rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get you down to the second.